Thank you for listening to this St. Louis on the Air podcast brought to you by Lindenwood University's Hammond Institute for Free Enterprise. Examining market approaches to help solve economic and social issues, Hammond.Institute. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. We're going behind the headlines. The Virginia blackface scandal involving the state's governor and attorney general reminded some in Missouri of a former Missouri governor who had his own blackface moment. In 1999, the late Mel Carnahan acknowledged appearing in blackface in a minstrel show in 1960. St. Louis Public Radio's, again, I'll say it, retired <laughs> political reporter, so Joe Mattis, is staying with day. us to continue the conversation on that front. Joe, what do you recall of that incident, particularly in light of what's going on now in Virginia? Yeah, it really struck me because, yeah, I was among the reporters who was covering um, what happened with, with Carnahan. And the backdrop is... <laughs> First, I do want to say, A, blackface is never okay, and B, it is kind of odd. You've got two white people here talking about blackface. But um, this is the nature of what had been a very big scandal that came up in late, it was right around Halloween time in 1999, and Carnahan was in the midst of a very intense, very nasty battle for the U.S. Senate with then-incumbent Republican Senator John Ashcroft, who was also a former governor. Now, the Republicans were the ones who uh, admitted pushing this out there. Uh, during, And, in fact, Ann Wagner, now current congresswoman, was um, head of the state Republican Party at the time and acknowledged that during, while they were doing uh, research, opposition research, they'd run across these pictures in the Rolla newspaper mm-hmm. and back in the early 60s. And this is when Carnahan was a young lawyer, and before he even went to, he was a, a few years later, he went to the uh, General Assembly as a state house member. So anyway, he, this came out, and there's, a pic, there's pictures of him. He was in this minstrel group, and they're all in blackface. He um, had a news conference. The Associated Press actually uh, broke the story first. And he had a news conference, uh, apologized, said he realized now how insensitive it had been. And um, he also, I think, the story went on for several days. One of the reasons was that he said, in, in, in response to some questions by me and others, that uh, there may be another picture or two out there. So at least he kind of hinted at it. And sure enough, within a day or two, there was a couple others. So he actually performed in blackface minstrel shows, although in many cases without blackface. He was not in blackface, but others were, while he was a municipal judge. So this was early 60s. Um, He did not as they said, make any excuses for it. He was just, he, he said, this is what you did. Now, he was helped. This became maybe uh, a thing that simmered underneath. It, it did not blow up like it did in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I believe for one reason. The state's dean of the congressional delegation, Bill Clay, who during the early... Senior. Senior, during the early 60s, had been getting arrested on civil rights stuff. Bill Clay came out like within the first day, and said that he knew Mel Carnahan wasn't a racist because, you know, he liked his policies. And he, I love this quote from one of my old stories. He said, I don't think anybody who participated in a minstrel show would necessarily be identified as a racist. If you wanted to characterize that as racism, you'd have to characterize the entire white race as racist. 
Now, Bill Clay's comments sort of tamped down, um, obviously, the shock and uh, dismay among other African-American officials uh, in the region and in the state. Uh, and the Republicans did try to make a big, bigger deal about it. John Hancock, who we still know, who's now a Republican consultant, he was the executive director of the state Republican Party, May, um, he came out and made a statement saying that if Carnahan was so ashamed about it, why did he do it several years in a row? I mean, they now the backdrop of all this, and one of the reasons that I think there was not this outcry like there has been in Virginia, is that Ashcroft, this came in the midst of Ashcroft weathering his own scandal because he had blocked, while he was in the U.S. Senate, the uh, nomination of then state Supreme Court Justice Ronnie White, who was the first African-American to be on the state Supreme Court, and Carnahan had appointed him there. Mm -hmm. He had blocked him for a federal judgeship. Well, the outcry had been huge among the African-American uh, officials in the state. Uh, Clay had been among those condemning Ashcroft at length. So Ashcroft had been, uh, and in fact, Carnahan had pretty much said that Ashcroft was a racist, which upset Ashcroft because he said he opposed Ronnie White on other grounds. Well, shock, 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 within weeks or days, this stuff comes out mm -hmm. about Carnahan. So the result was that while there was a legitimate concern about Carnahan's uh, experience with blackface, A, the fact that he apologized quickly uh, and did acknowledge there may have been others, but B, the fact that Clay came out, who was a veteran of the civil rights movement, and was like, I'm not going after Mel Carnahan over this. In fact, I mean, Clay and Carnahan had had a political uh, uh, cooperation going back to the early 90s. So it made... It made the whole situation much, much different. Mm -hmm. And again, because the African-American uh, political leadership was still furious with Ashcroft over what happened with Ronnie White. Still somewhat uncharacteristic of the senior Bill Clay because he was pretty quick to jump on things like this uh, and, and uh, get into the dialogue about racism and what have you. Yes, he did. But in this case, um, he kind of gave Mel Carnahan a pass saying that he— as I said, the, the quote that I read, um, Bill Clay Sr. is and was a pragmatist. And he also had seen a lot. I think one of the reasons that there's a furor now, and I'm not excusing it at all, mm -hmm. is that, A, this happened in the 80s, I mean, when these blackface incidents occurred. And I, there are well, some— 60s. The Carnahan was in the 60s. In the, the Carnahan in, yeah. the, in the 60s. But my point is that in, in the Virginia case, it's oh, the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you've got some African-American officials who are like, look, by the 80s, this should not have been going on. Mm -hmm. And But B, I think because young people today of both races, they don't see this stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like—and— I watched an old movie over Christmas where they showed uh, a minstrel show thing with Fred Astaire and and some others, and I was shocked. I mean, it looked it was just abhorrent. And um, whereas earlier generations, they I think, as I said, especially in Mel Carnahan's case, realized it was bad, but it was like, well, it's a sign of the times, or this is what what used to happen in some southern states. And you had African-American officials like Clay who recognized this while condemning it, mm -hmm. 
was saying, look, I like the policies that Mel Carnahan's pushing. I'm going to let's not get too crazy about this. And but again, as I said, the, the, the climate's different now and mm. where people are more woke, as they say, mm. in all cases. And it's like, no, this is not OK. This no. is this was never OK. I'm trying to think of when the, the, the Mummers Parade in Philadelphia that was a traditional parade and still is, as far as I know, for years and years and years, the participants in the parade wore blackface. And I think it was at least 25 years ago that they uh, stopped that because of the insensitivity, obviously, and because it was a public outcry against blackface in this parade. So that's that's taking us back close to the 80s when, uh, you know, the Virginia governor was uh, was doing his thing. I mean, and there's been psychological stories done currently and even back then when the Carnahan thing mm-hmm. uh, broke, there was we had several reporters at the Post Dispatch, some of who were African American who did some research into the the history of it in Missouri and uh, why some white people did it. I mean, this was billed the even the Carnahan stuff, the newspaper at the time billed this as quote family entertainment, mm-hmm. unquote. Nobody, nobody would say that now. Yeah. Well, I think back to Al Jolson, for instance, back in the 20s and the 30s. Um, you know, that was his thing. He performed in blackface, one of the most popular entertainers in American history. But, um, you know, as they say, that was a different time. You could get away with it. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, when you look at it now, you see how just it's it was unacceptable. I mean, he could have performed the same stuff and been great without blackface. Yeah. Uh, just one of the questions, Joe, with regard to this, I understand the political reaction to it, you know, the Ashcroft thing and the Ronnie White and all the rest right. of it, and the Republicans reacting as they did. What about the average man and woman on the street? Were they reacting similarly? No. I mean, actually, among the public, I mean, obviously, there were some progressives who were, like, a little shocked, you know, that Carnahan, I mean, Mel Carnahan, uh, whether one likes him or not, was arguably the most progressive governor Missouri mm. ever had, whether one liked his policies or not. If you look at the stuff he did, uh, I mean, he put in a family planning program, the state funded. I mean, yeah. it's, it's gone now. But I, my point being is that he was known as a big progressive, and there hasn't been a governor in either party since him, and frankly, probably before him, who was as progressive as he was. So in some cases, I think some of the progressives, uh, activists, and even, you know, we're like, well, my gosh. But the fact that he apologized right away uh, uh, was pretty much in full disclosure of what happened. While it didn't excuse it, it sort of explained it. And again, because of the Ronnie White uh, backdrop to all this, it became swiftly shifted from a uh, a debate over racism to a race over politics. Yeah, right. Well, um, a year later, after this was announced in 1999, Mel Carnahan was dead. Yeah. Killed in that plane crash, which, by the way, when we had our conversation at year's end, you said in the many years that you've been covering politics that that was perhaps uh, the story, your most memorable story after all those years was the death of Mel Carnahan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was terrible. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Joe Manis, thank you once again for stepping briefly out of retirement and being with us. We hope to see see you again soon. Okay, well, thanks so much. I'll go back to moving boxes. Okay, well, good luck to that. Hope you're getting a lot of help from the old man. <laughs> thanks, Joe Manis. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.